Hi, and thank you for listening to Dream 10X Radio, where we interview people attempting to live extraordinary lives. Our twofold purpose is to both direct and inspire people bold enough to do the same. Dream 10X. Face your fears. Dream 10X, it's your boy JC. This is episode 52, and I'm here with yourself. Dr. Cable and our illustrious guest, Jaime Rubini. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make him as uncomfortable as possible in this chair, so uh, our questioning will be. Sure, very comfortable. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, guys. So before we talk about who Jaime Rubini is and why he's here, I just wanted to recap that this is our 52nd episode. And um, as we've discussed in all of our podcasts up to now, um, we wanted to do 52 episodes and we wanted to do it in one year. And it's taken us a little over two years. And here we are with our 52 episodes and we've actually talked to in person. And as we've talked about um, in many of our episodes, I'm an introvert and Cindy's an introvert too. But uh, as a programmer, software engineer, um, I've always wanted to kind of get out of my shell a little bit and not be as comfortable sitting behind a computer and wanted to talk more to people and, and see how they actually live their lives. See how they respond. And get out of my comfort comfort zone a little bit. So uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. The, the first episode, we talked to Evelyn Grace, who's my daughter. She was a rising senior in high school. She's now a sophomore at uh, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. We've talked to Steve, Liz, Vaughn, Aiden, uh, and Aiden Jordan. <laughs> yes. And since we've talked to them, they have moved on. The son, Vaughn, has joined the Navy. Yep. He just finished and, boot camp a couple months ago. And Aiden is now uh, looking at the Coast Guard. Uh, he wants to join the Coast Guard. Yep. Um, we have talked to national team canoeist and paddler Pam Boatler, who is a big proponent for women actually paddling in the Olympics. I didn't know that women could pad- not paddle in the Olympics mm-hmm. as a canoeist. Did you know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a big proponent for that. Yeah. Um, and, and now women can actually participate yeah. in the Olympics in canoeing. Uh, we talked to MIT aeronautical engineer uh, Jaime Byron. Do you know Jaime? Yeah. Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Sorry. You're Jaime. <laughs> Jamie Byron. Yes, thank you. Spells the same. Spells the same. Spells the same. We talked to Jamie. Yeah, it was, it was good talking to him. Entrepreneur, naturalist, and uh, aeronautical engineer. Uh, we've talked to senior director of engineering at Google, David Renson. Mm-hmm. We've talked to a tattooist, uh, political aspirant, and Kelly. entrepreneur, Kelly Green. We have talked to a family of ciderists yes. at Busky Cider out of Richmond, Virginia, really learning how they develop really cider, cider in their business. We've talked to Dr. Sarah Kessens, who's an ocean rower. She's a PhD in molecular and cell biology and an aspiring, an aspiring astronaut. And our dog is going crazy, so you just got to take care of her. She's out of Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, we've talked to mountain biker and extreme athlete Gretchen Reeves, who was a participant in uh, Amazon Prime's Echo Challenge Fiji. Did you watch that at all? Mm, no? no. Okay. Um, but her team one. was in that competition. Oh, it was really interesting to talk to her. Uh, we've talked to sailor, photographer, entrepreneur, artisan, and adventurer Nick Jaffe, who lives in Australia. 
Um, we've talked to Chris Hopkinson, who's local. I think he lives in Maryland, who sup paddled the entire Chesapeake Bay, uh, north to south, um, trying to raise awareness for oyster health in the Chesapeake Bay. Nice. And now he's, he's uh, furloughed that into a race. He has a sup paddleboard race every year in the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, we talked to multi-hole pioneer Jim Brown, who uh, is an uh, avid sailor, of course, a boat designer. Um, he's an entertaining author, and uh, he, li he lives down in Matthews, Virginia. Uh, we loved really talking about Jim, and I, I often wonder how he's doing. I need to touch base with him. Karen Way, who is the CEO of Avoca, um, and she's a rancher at Avoca Farm in Paris, Virginia. We talked to her. We talked to Brandon T. Adams, who's an entrepreneur author and uh, investor in Orlando, Florida. And finally, we talked to global entrepreneur Jeff Hoffman, who was one of the key leaders and, and uh, one of the people, key people who started Priceline.com. And uh, that was also in Orlando and Florida. And so today for our 52nd episode, we are here talking with Jaime Rubini. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a, it's a pleasure having you. Um, so context, how do, how do I know Jaime? Um, I I don't really know. I, I see you every morning at like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> I see you for for morning practice. We say we say hi and we, we mumble and we go about our practice. And it's been like that since like I don't know since I started rowing at Alexander Community Rowing. Then since like two thousand eight. Well, Something wow. like that. Yeah. So, for, so for a years. long time. That's a long time. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it'd be a good time to like now learn more about you and to pick your brain about. <laughs> Introverts! Introverts! <laughs> I guess we'll learn about each other. Huh? <laughs> and, and you're Cindy's coach on mm -hmm. the sweep team yeah. at, at Alexander mm -hmm. Community Rowing. And yeah. so we just wanted to find out a little bit more about your upbringing, how you got into rowing. How you got into, I guess, entrepreneurship, running your own business in, in Old Town, Alexandria, yeah. and just sharing a little bit about of your, your your lifestyle and, and how that all came to be. So if you don't mind just starting out, where do you come from? Like, where were you born? Like, what's <laughs> I was your born family? In Lima, in Lima, Peru. Lima? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 1950. 1950. Yeah. July 1950. Right in the middle of that year. July 15, 1950. Lima, Peru. <laughs> yeah, Lima, Peru. And uh, I did um, family not into uh, into rowing or anything like that, as far as I knew. Yeah. And later on, I learned, like I was telling you, that my grandfather yeah. had had rowed. Nin 1906. 1906, your grandfather rowed. Yeah. But so what was the body of water there in Lima, Peru? That Lima is... Um, a, we row actually in the uh, ocean, in the um, what they call the Sima, in in the in the point of Lima, they call Callao. It's a seaport, and mm -hmm. uh, we row around the freights and the the, the big the big freight boats no coming kidding. into the yeah. That's that's where the the commerce water is there. So there is a big um um spigon. That we're talking about the the jetty. There's a big jetty okay. that they have developed over there, and uh, it's a huge, huge jetty. There are two jetties, so the big shipping just comes in into a very flat water protected by these jetties. And uh, the boathouse are over here, and the uh, the waves actually are coming directly toward the club. So when you come out of the water and just start putting in the water, 
you have the swells of the of the waves that they're breaking a little bit later. So rowing on the Potomac is like nothing to you. Ah, it's a breeze. It's, like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a very challenging breeze. <laughs> There's too many other, uh, you know, things going on in the Potomac that you don't get in the ocean. But it's still, it's, it's um, the, 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 the sea, the saltwater ocean rowing, it was, uh, it's very interesting. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, we, you sort of get the hang of the waves when you are racing because you have to race right along the shore and, yeah. and you, you, you go with the swells and the, and the movement of the water and, hmm. And you, you know, yeah, fishing boats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Many, many fishing boats. And the freights. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. know you started ro- So was this in high school? When did you start rowing? No, actually, I didn't row in high school. I, uh, I wanted to, um, but I was, uh, honestly, I was intimidated by, by the size of the guys that were loading mm. up on the bus. And I was just looking at them and I was just like, you know, I was, this was a military school that I went to, hmm. and uh, it was military, and these guys were older, and they, they wouldn't want to beat the shit out of me, I don't know, <laughs> you, know, you, know you know, I didn't mix with those guys, I should have probably, but I didn't get it until I finished high school, and then uh, I, I was invited to, uh, to join the club, so, and uh, the club that I joined was the Regatta Lima. Which is one of the finest clubs that I've ever seen in my, you know, in my life. Finest in what way? Uh, it's the funnest, you know. It's the most uh, wholesome uh, um, club. It, it has everything you can imagine. Mm. So you're talking about the people, or you're talking about the facilities? Facilities, uh, people. Then that's one of the things that was very catchy right away about rowing. It was the, when you went out there, you went out on the, you know, you went out and did the formation, you did warm up exercises and so on. Everybody was the same. Mm. Everybody is, is, you know, you're number one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, so it was, no one was like, I'm the governor, I'm the, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm the sweeper or whatever. Everybody was the same. And that was one of the things that probably I, I was like, I'm very attracted to it. it mm. We were equals mm. and we just look at each other as all equal. And it was all about now let's get on competition and, and mm. mm-hmm. you know, get the stroke right, mm. know, get it down. So how tall are you? How tall are you? Are you I'm are very you? tall. I'm like five. Ten, ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was taller, bro. I, was, I was five eleven, bro. In my dreams. Nah, I'm probably five ten. I've been five ten. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And so that didn't. Uh, so that was a limiting factor for you for a while. But then you're like, oh, it was oh, fine. Okay. In Peru, I was fine. And then uh, you know, in Peru, I was, uh, I was, you know, my my size. Probably, I had other. Um, um, good things about my my rowing that uh, not necessarily everything was about you know I will say not everything is about size mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in rowing awesome. <laughs> 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 
Now that's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is a t-shirt. Oh, you think about that. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so, that goes in. <laughs> so did you start rowing? You started rowing after college? No. I never went to college. I, uh, um, high school, I meant. After high school. After high school. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. weren't in college at the time. You just joined this, this club and went. And yeah. Okay. I drag, you know, no, okay. I never did, um, went to college. Awesome. Yeah. No, so, I don't know. It could have been all being awesome or you know, going to college also. I don't know. I yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. I study of life. Yeah, that's right. That's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. So what else were you doing at the time? Studying to get into college. <laughs> <laughs> were you really? Oh, trying to, anyways, <laughs> yeah. that was, the, that was the, the idea, right? That was the, you know, of course you live in a, in a city that is, uh, it's right on the ocean. Um, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of things going on now because uh, the weather is, uh, is, it doesn't get too cold mm. and it, 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 it gets nice and warm in the summer, but, uh, it's, it's just a play. you know, year <laughs> round thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like. Uh, is there a family business that you're working in, or what? What uh, what'd you do? The family business, I I did not work for the family business. The family okay. business is a is a is a vineyard and wines. Ah, okay. <laughs> I I did okay. not. My dad worked there. And my okay. several uncles and and you know, but no, I never really, you know, I did went for time to time during the year to the farm and spent time there, but. Uh, I never really got into the, mm-hmm. the farming or the, the, the manufacturing of, of uh, the, the wines or being, a, a, what do you call these guys, an enologist. An, yeah. And they really never yeah. got into it. Um, so that's what your, your dad was doing? Yeah. Your family? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is this the Pisco place? The Pisco yeah. wines, yeah. champagne. Oh, wow. He was, he was, you know was the full spectrum and the wine industry um that was till 1971 which is when uh the the things started changing really mm. really bad when uh the, the guy uh, militaries took over and and i was um i was not happy mm-hmm. and i decided that i was going to pursue my rowing in the united states Yay! <laughs> and so off I came to the United States in um, a student mm-hmm. uh, ling- lengua language uh, yeah language uh, visa how many years after your high school did you row there before you came to the United States well it, how many years um, what like so, after high school, you started rowing at this club. Like, how long was that? What was that? I probably did it until '71. Mm. I was off and on. You know, it wasn't not a full year round per se uh, uh, participation in the in the rowing. I mean, we had seasons. We had to. Mm. We had off seasons and okay. on season. So we start preparing because for, it was cold or no. Basically, it, it was it was hot. <laughs> year round or something? well no during the summertime we, we all take off uh, uh. Like it was it was just the way they 
they had it. Okay. Uh, so okay. they start preparing us before nationals. Mm-hmm. You know, so we go there three months or something like that, or four months before nationals, and, uh, and then we'll go to nationals. Or if it was um, uh, Pan Am Games. Uh, wait, wait. So you're thinking already at this level about Pan Am game competition? Yeah. And national competition? Well, national was every year that we had nationals there. But, uh, but you're already thinking. You're already. No, you you get in there. You're thinking or not thinking. You were signed in by the coach and that's. <laughs> the oh, the coach told you you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go you go for the club, so yeah. the, the that was expected of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, Interesting. So right away, you know, I think in my first year, I, I, right away, I was competing at. At the lower level, you mm-hmm. know, but um, yeah. No, okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. So you start as a, what they call it, cadet, I think, okay. intermediate, and then you have the seniors. Wow. It's pretty much like they used to have it here in the States in those days. Because uh, I remember you, I wrote here in the singles, I wrote intermediate, mm-hmm. seniors, and I think they had elites also. Nice. I think they had a lead. They used to call it a lead in those days. So uh, when you started rowing, how were you? How'd you do? Like I did okay. I you know I paired with Coxon was my my favorite boat. That was pair my, with Coxon. Yeah, that was my my training boat, my mm. everyday boat, and um, we did pretty well. We you know huh. we were we were it. We were the head shit. <laughs> <laughs> So you had a natural talent for it. It was, you know, we, we were good. I mean, yeah. it was uh, it was a good feeling. It was um, it was a moving boat, and uh, but that was not the boat that the coach decided to uh, to take to the Pan Am Games. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> because of size, that's the way he put that's it. That's the me. only reason he he, he put it that they're gonna Jaime, you just don't understand. <laughs> The size of these other clubs out there, you know, I mean, you're okay here, but Uh so I, you know, I was willing to prove it to him, but I never got the opportunity, Mm. but that was okay. I got to go to the Panam Games in the four and uh, we, you know, it was not, uh, it was not on my choice, but that's the way. And it was in Cali, Colombia and it was fun. It was fun and fun it was. Because that you was do? it. No, terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about the trip and the yeah. fun and you know, just going there and you know, that that was that was it. That was uh that's what they wanted I guess, you know. But we we you know, we went there. Huh. It was uh it was the time of uh it was a single scholar from Argentina that I always remember it was Alberto Dimidi was his name. And Dimidi was uh, a world champion, and that was that was the highlight of my trip. There. Wow. Watching him and hmm. how he prepared before the race, and mm-hmm. you know, and then later on I met him uh, when I was coaching here in the states. Uh, mm. I met him, and in the summertime ago he was coaching some Argentinian kids, some club in Argentina, and they were coming here for the uh, for the Philadelphia for the Fourth of July regatta. Mm. Oh. So, Wow. Was, he was still smoking. Wow. <laughs> no way. Oh. That is so interesting. Still smoking, yeah. That is so That's interesting because I had uh, a college coach who rode a single in the Berlin Olympics. Yeah. And he smoked like a chimney. I can't imagine. <laughs> Bert? Huh? Who was that, Bert? 
no, Herr Durgan was his name. Durgan? Durgan. Yeah, never heard of him. Two minutes. I, I, you know, he was in the uh, Olympics and yeah. the. Uh, I think it was Berlin when the Olympics was the in Berlin. Berlin I think it might have been thirties, the sixties. Oh, something yeah. like that. Thirty-three. No, I don't think it was that long ago. I think it was fifties or sixties. Oh, in I Berlin. don't remember. Oh, okay. No, there was the the other one when they won the. Uh, that was 32, 36, forty. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, Alberto Di Media, he he's past now, but he was a he was a beautiful. He wasn't tall. He wasn't a very a, a big guy. Yeah. We you know we're pretty much about the same. Maybe he was a you know one inch taller, but mm. I mean he but he was very fine, very tremendous fitness. Mm. You know that was his all about it. He was very. His finesse mm. was what really got him up there. He was really, really uh, a fine rover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who were the coaches at the time that uh, really impacted you? Do you remember their names or anything? And, and what was it about? Well, the, 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 the guy in Peru, the guy that I, I like, you know, his his approach and his his coaching was. Um, was Federico Calmet actually? He was Peruvian, and and then when I came to the states, I was coached by a Romanian lady. Romanian. Um, yeah, uh, Anna Thomas, mm. and and she was um, she was very incisive. She was very um, um, totally dedicated, and she was um, very positive, <coughs> and she she did she was very influential. Mm. Yeah. So when you came to the States, where did you go? Where was it? I, was it I finally arrived to Philadelphia. Mm. Philadelphia? Yeah. <coughs> and that's where I was rowing. And, and yeah. what brought you to Philadelphia? <coughs> it's, it's funny that you ask. <laughs> the, this, A woman? This guy, no. No, it was, um, it was, it was rowing, actually. It yeah. was this guy uh, in Peru. He... Uh, he mentioned to me, uh, if you're going to the States to row, look for look for Vesper Ball Club in Philly and talk to Jack Kelly. Oh, wow. Talk to did Jack you know Kelly. Jack Kelly? I didn't know Jack Kelly. Oh, did you, did you meet him? I met him. No kidding. Yeah, I met Jack. Holy and, crap. Uh, he was... Uh, he, you know, I arrived to, so I arrived to Philly and I was, um, I was hitchhiking and <laughs> when I arrived to Philly, uh, my English was very poor. I mean, poorer than what it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it was, it was interesting. This guy, uh, he picked me up, Bob Agron. Uh, if you ever watch this, Bob, thank you again. It was really uh, Bob Agron. Agron. He was. Uh, he picked me up from the, the highway, and and took me to his house. And the next morning, you know, just some random guy picked you up. What? I, that, that, that's the beauty of the, the, the thing, you know. I mean, I was blown away by the the, the, the people, you know, here in this country. They were so good. <laughs> Anyways, That's a different country. He, yeah, it is. <laughs> he picks me up. He takes me. He picks me up in New Jersey. He said, "Where are you going?" I said, "Philadelphia." Where? 
Bauhaus. <laughs> Vesper, Vesper. So, so he drives by the, by the bridge and he said, that's the Bauhaus road. Which club? Vesper. Vesper. Okay. Well, it's dark now. Let's go. I take it to my house. So he took me to his house. In his house, he has this similar to this chair. Yeah. Similar to this chair, but right here he had a leather, a leather emblem, a leather um, like a like a, a, a crest. Oh wow! And it's the Peruvian crest. No. <laughs> yes. So, Holy cow! Like, you know, do you know what this is? <laughs> He said, ah, he has some random chair, you know, that I pick up. Anyways, it was, it was interesting from then on. So, uh, Bob, um, he left the keys with a note, you know, I mean, help yourself. Uh, <laughs> wow. Good luck. Good luck uh, finding your, uh, your club, uh, you know. Maybe we'll see you. Maybe I'll see you. Maybe I'll not. Don't steal my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my chair. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> don't steal my stuff, whatever. <laughs> don't, don't take the chair. <laughs> so um, wow. I went over and I I, I walked to the boathouses and I, I checked on Vesper and I noticed that the, the club distribution, it was um, the boats downstairs and then they had a, like a living room or gathering place and so on. And then upstairs they had the, the living room with the kitchen. And the the actually the the beds the bunk beds okay? hmm. bunk beds with and then there was a kitchen area with a table there and with of course a cat <laughs> Vesper was his name <laughs> Vesper yeah so um so I decided uh, I call I call. Uh, Oh, I, I went back to the house, spent the night there, I, you know, I tried to, you know, help as much as I could around the house and all that. The next day I, I ran over downtown because I got the address for Jack Kelly now. And Jack Kelly was on Cherry Street building. Oh, wow. In the original brick building there, there's probably, yes, it still stands there. Yeah, everything else is high rises and new buildings, but I remember, um, the secretary said, ah, do you have an appointment? I said, no appointment. <laughs> Came to see Mr. Kelly. So he, um, you know, she just sort of, let me see if he's in there. So I walk in. He, you know, she said, what, what was he into? I thought he was like a bricklayer. No, no, he was, Jack was, uh, so I walk into the office and uh, Jack Kelly is like this. <laughs> Jack Kelly's like that, and he's he's sitting on his Peruvian leather chair. What? No, I'm kidding. That <laughs> Anyways, he's wiggling his thumbs there, you know. And he says, "So, who are you?" You know, I told him, and he said, "Why you come to see me?" And I told him that his friend in Peru, he had a role with him, and uh, in Syracuse. Mm. I think it was yeah. I think it was Syracuse uh, University. That's where Ivan was from Peru had gone to school. And he said, uh, "So what do you want to do?" He, I said, "I want to row." Uh, Have you scowled before? I said, "No." 
and you want to you want to join my skull group and you never skull right <laughs> sounds like you <laughs> and he said uh do you do you if you find a bet it's yours nice and i said i really got it <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so then, of course, um, what was it, he in charge of Vesper or something? Well, he pretty much owned Vesper. Oh, and, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, he okay. he's he was uh, Vesper's, you know, owner. Oh, okay. Uh, his dad was the bricklayer. His mm. dad was the okay. Irish. Okay. His dad had been the oh, Irish okay. immigrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his dad is it was a, the the bricklayer, and he tried to ruin the Henley. And they say no. Unfair, unfair advantage. No, they yeah. say no. Yeah. Because you are a low manual labor. It's unfair advantage. No, no, no advantage. You are low life. You are oh. you are a bricklayer. Uh, bricklayer. So it's status. Only. Oh, I thought it was an unfair wow. advantage because he did manual labor with his hands. And no. No, 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 no. It was all because he was a bricklayer. And this is only for the gentry. <laughs> Damn. Yes. So, so Jack, Jack Kelly, uh, John B. John B. Kelly, um, he became the Olympic, you know, uh, the U.S. Olympian to represent the United States and so on. And he competed, and his son Jack, uh, and then of course John B. became a millionaire. Hmm. Here in the in the brick building in the brick industry mm -hmm. and when uh, and when Jack was of age to to row and so on he put his name on the on the on the Henley mm. and uh, and they could not say no yeah because mm. he was interesting you know, the, a gentile oh wow. you know, wow. so huh. that was uh, and he won good Jack, yeah Jack mm. did. so when when i went to uh meet with the coach uh, with anna and so on she was with uh this guy uh bill connect and bill connect was buddy buddy with uh with jack they were the same promises they they were buddy buddy and jack and connect um connect Bill Connect had been in the Olympic Gate, the one in 1964, um, the the gold medal in for the United States, the 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 only f the first eight gold medal, and then the second one was later on when Coach Staley was uh, coaching the U.S. But um, so you know right away they you know I I I, I met Bill and he was he's just a you know, down to earth guy, no mm. problem, and and uh, Anna, just a, like I was, like I said, she was very influential, very nice lady, and you know they they showed me the boats and so on. I started going out and sculling and flipping and you know <laughs> doing the things that we do, yeah, the, you know, in the water there. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know, but that was in the fall. That was in the fall, so the winter came, and we we, we start training now for winter conditioning mm. and so on, all through the winter. And another very influential guy was uh, the Irish champion uh, Sean Drea. That he was also uh, part of the crew 
of uh, scholars that we were training together mm. that winter there. And he was uh, he was a, a hell of a very influential guy also in my life, you know, Sean Kerr. He, uh, he wrote a Henley and uh, I think he was second the first year. He was in the final and uh, he thinks that they, they was, you know, um, not a very fair uh, race. Mm. But then the next year he came back and he kicked ass. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He slept in his book, he said. Yeah. He's, he's, he didn't, you know, he stayed with the book the whole time. Yeah. He didn't leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what he told me. He said, I slept with my boat. <laughs> All right. I understand man. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened in those days. But anyways, um, and then, of course, uh, there were a bunch of other guys that were rowing there in Vesper. You know, the Vespoli was there. Mm. Um Wills, uh, the Dry Sucker Brothers were rowing there. Mm. Uh, this, but this were with a sweet team. Mm -hmm. We were in the sculling with uh, with Anna. Why did you choose sculling? I mean, if you I were, I don't want to say my size, but uh, I I had very little English, mm -hmm. and I thought that probably uh, I looking, you know, I, probably my size. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. So you got a better chance. I had a better chance yeah. to succeed by myself, yeah. and you know, yeah. Of course, we did. Uh, we did the double, many doubles, different partners, and so on. Uh, 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 I had I had several uh, partners. Chuck, uh, I don't remember you, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck, yes. Uh, but we, we had a great rose. Uh, uh, Cortez was another guy. Uh, Sinclair also arrived there. So, uh, All these guys were fighting for bunks in the boathouse? No, no, <laughs> no. I, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I stay in the. Um, I stayed for a while with uh, at Vesper until uh, I met Sean. And Sean, so he, the guy sleeping in the boat. They, Sean was—I don't know where the hell he was sleeping. <laughs> but you know, the Irish guy came, you know, and we started to train and all that together. And one day he says, um, "Hey, how would you like to have your own bedroom and come and live with me in my house?" So I was like. <laughs> Where is it? He said, ah, it's, it's not too far from here. You know, it's Nightingham Parish. I remember it was Nightingham Parish. So he took me over there and they, it was um, it was pretty dilapidated neighborhood. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I think, I think he took me to the house where they were selling the, the property and he bought it for $300. <laughs> Right there in cash. <laughs> wow. So it didn't have electricity. It didn't not have water, sewer, toilets. Holy cow! It had it had a broken door. <laughs> you know, it was it wasn't a very. Was he trying to charge you rent? No. Oh no. Huh. 
Oh no no. He's just looking for company? He is looking for company. <laughs> He's looking for a good a good company, you know. So like a good Irish man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never trusted Irish. <laughs> You know Tom Daly, right? So, yeah. <laughs> he did all kinds of uh, he did all kinds of, of of odd jobs. He will do anything, anything you he will you know he will go around there and people ask him to whatever paint the door, or change the toilets, or, you know work on plumbing, fix the floors. You know he, he was on it. He was on it. He was on it. So. <laughs> So I was working, I started working, I can't remember who, how did I get the job, through Connect, mm. through Con- could be Connect. Is that a person? Connect, uh, Bill Connect. Bill, Bill Connect had that, had that, his, his family is from uh, New Jersey and they own that uh, uh, company that was called um, Air Conditioners and, uh, and Bike Feedings. Pipe fitters, oh, okay. pipe fitters and air conditioner uh, connect. You know, it was a big, big, huge corporation there. And, and how did he fit in this? Uh, he was he was uh, in charge of um, in Vesper Boat Club. He was in charge of um, of of the scholars. Mm. And as a coach or no, no, as a as a as a member of the club, he mm-hmm. was uh, overseeing the whole. You know. What was going on there and as a matter of fact he probably was in charge also of the sweeping group mm-hmm. because in the sweeping they have this guy rosenberg no it was rosenberg i think it was Dietrich. he was uh he was the coach for them and he was a german for the sweepers mm. and Vesper just got the the romanian lady there that year it was her first year also but uh connect was uh he was also so Owner, and his son okay. was uh, uh, Danny was was fifteen years old, but he was like a six two or six three or something like that, okay. and he wanted him in. So he's, you know, we were we were learning together the the sculling. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so this connect guy was like money. He was money and and also yeah, like I said, he was. Um, he had a row in the Olympics. Yeah. And, oh. Okay. Won the gold medal. Ah. In uh, in the eight. Yeah. With uh, actually when when Rosenberg was the coach. Oh wow. With Alan Rosenberg. I don't know if you. I know Alan Rosenberg. You know, right. Alan I know Rosenberg. Of Alan Rosenberg. He was he, he was the coach then. He was the coach at at nineteen sixty four U.S. national team. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was that old. He was a coach. I didn't oh, say. Yeah. He was an old coach. <laughs> he was, he was a young, He was a younger. He was a much younger coach. Uh, I don't. Obviously, he he had been a coxswain, uh, you know, coming out out of some college or something, and he had done the national team pro and so on. I really didn't don't know much okay. about his. So he was in Vesper at the time because he was coaching on the. He for he a was time. not in Vesper. Oh, he was not in Vesper. He got the national team together, bunch of guys there. From <clears throat> whatever he picked them up, I don't know, uh, but they mm. probably they probably trained in Syracuse because that was a big training center for for a long time mm. in Syracuse. Mm. But you know, just like nowadays, you know, you see the national team training in in Florida, yeah. they're in, in they're in California, they're training here in uh, 
in Princeton, so they're all over the place. They train whatever they, you know, the seasonal sort of a thing, or mm -hmm. they have kids, they have clinics here, they have, you know, clinics over there, so they, they really, uh, they're, it's like a traveling team, mm -hmm. you know. Um, some kids can afford it, a lot of them, they don't. Okay, so speaking of affording it, so you're rowing in, at Vesper. What did you do to buy food, and how, what, were you working? I was. What was uh, your I, I got a job working in the restaurant, the twenty six oh one, and that's right on the parkway, right in front of the uh, museum. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And I got a job there, and you're a waiter. I was a busboy. Busboy. Oh wow, that's rough. <laughs> um. I believe before that was that was later on. Before that, I was I find me a job. I apply in one of those buildings behind. The, this is the the museum. This is the twenty six oh one, and this is Fairmont Avenue and and all those pretty places that we see right now. And this is the avenue and the penitentiary is right here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so right behind there. In this Italian neighborhood, they used to have these buildings, three, four, five-floor buildings. And uh, I got me a job as a busboy. Uh, no, excuse wow. me. Excuse me. Bundle boy. Bundle boy. I was a bundle boy. What, what does that mean? Yeah. A bundle boy. A bundle boy <laughs> is a boy. It sounds very naughty. <laughs> I did a bundle boy for a while. I... I, I I walk into this building and they, they told me, well, you start on the third floor. So I will go to the third floor and there were these seamstresses uh, there. So, you know, they say, okay, you got to move those bundles. You got to move them to the next floor <laughs> or you got to move them to that other end of the, the room because, you know, they, somebody finished sewing the, the sleeves and need the collar or whatever. I mean, I, I didn't yeah, work. So it's like I just had to move, of, I just had to yeah. move bundles from one <laughs> seamstress to the other one. <laughs> so there were all these seamstresses. I all mean, day long. All day long. They were sewing their life away and I was bundling them. <laughs> so so you would row in the morning? I was no, we were rowing in the afternoon. Uh, only rowing in the afternoon. Oh, we were rowing only in the afternoons and that was it for uh in the uh in the right away fall mm. and then in the winter we were doing also in the afternoon. Mm. Um yeah, at that time we were only doing it once a day. Okay, right. so yeah. you you bundle boy. I bundle boy, <laughs> man. You have to work, you go right. So I'm Victor Owen, I, I got a job some somehow I got a job on this restaurant and that was very good because that gave me instant food and oh uh, yeah. And also enough food to pick up for my buddy Shondrea. Oh so yeah. we already have moved to that beautiful <laughs> You know, where you go Chateau over there in uh, Nightingham Parish and uh, Street and and we uh, I will I will take food for that guy and we we managed he managed to go down the basement and connect the electricity. Yes. <laughs> he also bootlegged the water somehow so we have water. We had, we had no toilets yet, you know. Oh, what'd you do? Holy. Oh, wow. You gotta wow. poke it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You gotta aim just precision, right here. Precision, precision. Yeah. 
It's just you dissolving. Know, we just, you know, I mean, down to earth, man. You know, I mean, <laughs> until he did a job. He did a job. Wow, I gotta see a picture of this place. <laughs> yeah, he, he did a job. And then all of a sudden, he showed up with this toilet. <laughs> This used toilet, still <laughs> was a toilet that he bought. In the hole. <laughs> so, so, so we, what was your dream at this time? Uh, you're going through all this pain. You're living in a crappy it was, place. It was, it was, doing, it was no pain. It was beautiful. I mean, it was, it was so <laughs> enlightening and and lively. And, How old were you? you know, 21, 22. Oh okay. wow! Yeah, just, that's a good just starting out. Your you life know, yeah, it was, it was uh, absolutely. Uh, but what was your you know, dream? Like, why? What did oh, you? Oh, just keep on rowing, and, and you know. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. in the row. That oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, there was no no, no money. No Olympic gold. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all about the rowing, getting to the Olympics. That's what yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, that's your oh, dream, sorry, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. gotta have a, a, an yeah, objective yeah, yeah, to go yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it was it was all you know. But but the, what did you want? Like single skulls or? Quad or did you care like double? Oh, which boat? Yeah, we trained in singles. No, but what did you want? What did you want to do? What oh, was your dream? We single, single skull. Yeah, yeah. A single. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's all about you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about you, and you know, I mean. And how are you stacking up at the time? Like, what were your? Pretty good. I was, um, I was, I was doing pretty well. I, I won my. My division, Intermediate National. Wow, so, that's amazing. I, uh, and then the, the other regattas that we had around there, I don't think we, we had a head races or, mm. or anything like that, but I was coming along and uh, uh, all injury that I had already uh, sort of, it came back one day. Oh, what, what, what yeah. was it? What's it? It was the knee. It was mm. the left knee, yeah. No kidding. I, I, I lost the sensitivity on my leg. I just went numb. No. I just went numb. Oh, no. It just, oh. it just went. I couldn't, couldn't find it. Yeah. It, it went away. I don't know what happened. It was... Um, Pinched nerve. I don't know. I went to the doctor and the doctors were very hesitant. You know, I, for a while I had to use the... the, the Cane? The helpers, the uh, walker, the what do call it? The muleta, oh, crutches. Crutches. the crutches. Yeah. yeah, they had to use the crutches for a while, and uh, because I, I couldn't feel it. Yeah, I mean, it was no. no oh, it just, went it just per- went. permanently oh, now. It wouldn't come back. It went no, not even just a pain there. No, it went like I couldn't. Wow. <laughs> it was like what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that that. Eventually, little by little, it started coming back, the feeling, and it started walking, but it, a, a pain is starting to occur now on the knee. And, you know, I mean, they, seeing the doctor, the doctors were like, you know, they, they didn't have the MRIs or hmm. yeah, sophisticated, yeah. they had the x-rays, and, and they they like, well, we're not sure. I mean, it could be something there, but if we have to get in there. But if we cut, then we... Mm-hmm. We're gonna dig around in there until we oh, find oh, something. Oh, 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 yeah. 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 And so they, 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 they decided. Well, see how you do, and then you know. So the the pain remained there, but I I live with it, and and then I I continue. I I roll, and um, the next year was my. Well, wait. Did it just did it come back magically, or what? what? The, the, the feeling. The feeling. Did the feeling come back. The feeling. What come did back. you do to make it come back? 
what just, was it? Just, just you know, the, some exercises, some physical therapy yeah. and so on, and little by little start coming back, and okay. the feeling come back, and the, the, I could I could withstand. Interesting. Yeah, the, the pain was still there for years. I had the pain. Now it's gone. Um, Interesting. But, uh, but uh, I wrote my senior year in my senior, uh, my senior, what do you call that? Uh, the, the, the group, the, you know, you, you finish intermediate, you move mm -hmm. on to the next level, the senior level. And I was, uh, we had the nationals that year in Camden. And New Jersey. New Jersey. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And it was coming pretty nicely. And I, I thought I had him. And all of a sudden, this guy from Mexico just beat me by a second. And no! Yeah, Ouch. right at the so, end. So second place to somebody from Mexico? Somebody from Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. How could somebody from Lima <laughs> lose <this> summer? <laughs> and beat all the rest of the gringos out there. <laughs> Where is this country going to? <laughs> So, we, um... How does Mexico put together a rowing team? That's so funny. Mexico has um, a great, uh, actually, um, a tradition of rowing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They of ocean or a, uh, flat water? No, flat water. Huh. They have, as a matter of fact, they build, for their Olympics, they build, um, a, they call it a pool, an Olympic um, uh, site in huh. Xochimilco, which is not too far from Mexico City. Okay. But it's just like, to say Sarasota, yeah. but in, in Mexico. Wow. You know, so they, they, really, they, they really care about it. And they, they, every year I, I, I see the Mexican team with the, with the coaches and very, a huge contention of, of people, the coaches and, mm. and, and kids come over every year for the, Fourth of July, mm -hmm. uh, regatta and the Independence Day, and and they used to come for also for mm. um, for nationals mm. because they compete the nationals, the United States nationals. Yeah, they will. If, if, you know, it's open to anybody yeah. who wants to participate, mm. which is the nice thing about it. I didn't know that. I yeah, it was just American. Yeah, no, no. They they might not give them the medal if they win, you know. <laughs> They're rowing as Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they they are. Uh, they, I they don't are, know. Yeah, Were they at nationals this year? I don't think so. Mm -mm. No international teams. I didn't no, see any. I don't. I don't remember in the. Uh, well, I, I cannot say. I, I don't think so. I, I don't didn't remember. see I any. Yeah. I don't remember. <clears throat> I really haven't. Uh, we see very little. Even we see more nowadays. Of rowing in the uh, YouTube or yeah, all those channels true. because but um, uh, because of the technology, I think we're we're seeing more and more of that it, it, obscure sports. Yeah, know. which is nice that it's yeah. opening up yeah. and so people are aware yeah, of yeah, it yeah. versus being just for the fancy yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, just for the genteel. Yes. <laughs> so fast forward us to uh, what? What was the the top of your rowing experience. So you you just lost to somebody from Mexico, but yeah, second. but that was that was a that was pretty tough up there. You know, I mean, I, I you know, of course, uh, we 
we crash him in the doubles, you know, we'll, we'll crash him, you know, and so on with some of the other guys. You crashed? Um, well, we will we'll, we'll win. Crush. We'll, oh, we'll crush. crush. Oh, okay. In the doubles, all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, the quads also, mm -hmm. it was pretty consistent that we were very strong there mm -hmm. also. Yeah. But overall, I think the my my highlight was uh, the the senior in the mm -hmm. in the single, even in second place. Uh, it was a it was a good fight. I mean, I I, I will remember that that race because it was like you know it, it, it could have been it could have been you know a second You know what? I think I I shortened too much. Knees to knees, Jaime. Knees to knees. I was, I shortened too much. I, that's why I get the radar. You know, I tried yeah. to get the rate up. I, yeah. I, I went too short, and then that, oh. that's I started spinning instead of you know keeping yeah. a little bit length. So as a short person, it's really hard. I find it's really hard to stay long. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you have that same issue, but like as a short person, oh, oh, who's the really... coach here? Like, <laughs> well, I'm trying to digest that. You know? <laughs> Try to see me. <laughs> I think I think you have to, you know, as a short person. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, you you know I you gotta you gotta stay long, mm -hmm. but not too short. <laughs> Just right. Just right in the middle. Oh. That's what I think that that's you know, um, masters. Um, Master has been pretty good. Mm -hmm. Master racing masters, it has been quite, a, quite. A, Where did that start for you? Um, so you're a Vesper. Yeah, when did, yeah, when did you I, get I into Vesper. I went to Peru, and uh, you left we, we went to we went to Peru. Peru. Yes, yeah. uh, my uh, my then wife and I we we went for a trip to Peru, uh, and then we stayed for a couple of years there. Mm. Meanwhile, during that period of time. Uh, we we had a, we had a baby. We had Joanna. Mm -hmm. You know, she was born in Peru. She was born here, but she you knows we were living in Peru. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So she came back and uh, and delivered here, and and then uh, we, she went back, and we were living in Peru. And meanwhile, I was rowing, you know, back in the regatta, you know, in the Lima and rowing for the club over there and then shooting for something or just fitness no just 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 fitness mainly mm. yeah, yeah it was it was it was fitness but we were rowing the nationals and mm. you know crushing <laughs> <laughs> we were crashing or cru crushing yeah crushing yeah. crushing <laughs> we're crushing or in scratch crush <laughs> <laughs> So we, uh, so we wrote, I wrote that for, for, you know, for during that period of time, uh, off and on and uh, until, and then we I actually, I totally went away from rowing because mm. when we came back to the States, we came back and we opened up uh, a business of imports and that was the, yeah, that was um, like handcrafts and in the mm. handcrafts there was jewelry and where are you living we were living in alexandria we actually oh. we arrived and we 
we were partnering with uh, with my ex um, cousin, and and he was in the jewelry business, and mm. he sort of pointed, you know, maybe Alexandria will be a good place to uh, to start uh, our our retail location, mm -hmm. and so. We, we can buy and we rented a place about the old town flower shop on King Street. Oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. 113 King no on the kidding. second floor. And that's where, that's where I was for, because him and I, we didn't get along too well in business. <laughs> we were fine as, as friends, but in business we had disagreements, so we, we split. And, uh, but we, um, uh, I stayed with the retail and bought him out and we uh we we stayed there for a year mm -hmm. in on that location and then you know i went to creative warehouse uh for four years i think and then you went to what creative creative warehouse what it's a it's a little shopping building with a couple of restaurants like la bergerie used to be there or still there I think in, in old town yeah I think what, and you were Doing what? Then? Imports. I was doing oh, imports. Doing I was stealing the imports. Uh, I was selling, you know, okay. whatever, alpaca sweaters and mm -hmm. and importing from Lima. From Peru. From uh -huh. Peru. Yeah, Peru mainly. Okay. Yeah, I had, you know, but also I had jewelry. But now the jewelry started. And you did in. that because uh, you had contacts in Peru. I had contacts, contacts in Peru, mm -hmm. and I started doing uh, also. Uh, I started doing some Jackman Mineral shows with mm. some guys from Argentina in the malls. Mm -hmm. So I will pack my car and drive off to a, to a city, you know, and, and, and put my wares out for sale in the middle of the mall there for, <laughs> for three or four days. And then, you know, get out of here on Oops. Sunday, you know. Yeah, I, that's so rough. <laughs> it was rough. It was long hours. It was... Yeah. Uh, you open up at 10, you close at 10. So I did that for a while with uh, with this guy from Argentina. He will go some location, but he will he will provide me also with some merchandise from from Argentina. Mm. And it was fine because, you know, I had to, whatever I sell, I give him his part and I kept mm -hmm. the other, mm -hmm. you know, the, my profits. How was life at, for you at that time? It was rough. Mm -hmm. Stressful? <laughs> Like, it was so, very stressful. So you're worried about that income and yeah, like everything. making a living with your family and Joanna being the baby and everything. We had Lauren now. Oh yeah. Lauren so, yeah. was born, you know, the second year. She did like a year and a half apart. So yeah, yeah. we had Lauren. So you weren't even thinking about rolling or anything. Oh, no. Lauren. Just... I, mean, we, I opened at 10, I closed at 10. Yeah. <laughs> you were trying to survive. Yeah. 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 I opened it then, I closed it then, and Sundays, almost the same. It was from 10 mm. to 6. Uh-huh. Sundays. So, yeah, no, 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 rowing was not in my life. Yeah. Um, later on, uh, Christopher was born in 83. In 89, they, they well, the, the, the girls, the, the two daughters, uh, went to start rowing at TC. Mm-hmm. So once they start rowing at DC, you know, I mean, I, I will try to, you know, go watch them and so on. But of course, I always watch in the store because, yeah. you know, I, I, I missed a lot of the races and all that. I went to very few of the races. Was D. Campbell a rowing yeah. center then? 
he was the Did, did the rowing center exist? The, 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 not in the beginning. Later on in, uh, when was it? When was that, uh, that thing built? Uh, I think it was, it was in the 80s. Late, mid to late 80s. 84, yeah. 85, I think it was when uh, the boathouse was built. So they weren't um, rowing out of there? They, they row out of there. They row, Joanna I think row, I want to say one or two years. Mm. Because they they were training there, they train and they're yeah they I think Joanna rode there for two years. Lauren Lauren rode there longer. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know they rode yeah. for TC Williams. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of them they were rowing together there. As a matter of fact, they uh, they were um, they were invited. To row when Lauren was a freshman, right of freshman to, to sophomore, and Joanna was already a junior. They were invited to row at the Junior Olympic mm-hmm. uh, something Olympic Camp? Junior Olympic Camps. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they 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 took him. They took him and they. They rode them in, I think they went to LA and rode some dirty channels or something like that. They were telling me. That's fantastic. And, uh, and then, uh, but they did very well. They, you know, they did very well that year. And mm-hmm. the next year, they were invited to go to the junior national team. Wow. And, to, and what, they, what they wanted was, they wanted them to keep rowing yeah. because they were going to take them. It was going to be in Indianapolis. So from Indianapolis, they were going to take him if they were selected. No, they were going to take him from Indianapolis to a selection camp. Okay. And then they will go to the world. So, um, so they, they 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 were you know that's when when we asked uh, D to if he could you know coach him and they he you know he coached him uh, in the pair. Mm. Really? And a straight pair. So we'll take him out every Damn. day, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll go out in a pair and we'll coach him. Wow. Um, well, he'll coach him. I was driving the lunch for, for the, but, uh, <laughs> but that, that was, uh, they, they come back and yeah. they went to Indianapolis. They won the, their, their, uh, their regatta, their, their event. And from there, they took him to uh, to the Worlds, and both of them make the team. No, okay. yes. That was pretty, you know, quite a highlight, and that was in Montreal. And, wow. And I already had, we, I, I, that was, that was 80. I can't remember exactly the, the well, years. She, Joanna graduated in 92 because she's the same age as she's me. She's 92? Yeah, she's the same age as me. She's, that's when she graduated? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> and she rode with people that I used to yeah, ride with at Brown. So in 90, yeah. 91, yeah. so this was 92, yeah. the Worlds, um, mm. in Montreal. Mm. We can Google that. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> we can Google it. It doesn't matter. Well, you know, the, the thing of the matter is that I already had the line, a little bit of a line of jewelry. So I remember, in order to uh, to uh, to see them, I took you know to a beach, you know to afford to go see them and so on. I took the the jewelry, and 
and sell it. But you know, when we sell it, we, they put us on the other side of the stadium. <laughs> so, were you making jewelry at the time too, or just selling it? Just I was making jewelry. You were making already. at the time. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was already making jewelry. Yes. And the the just to be quick about the jewelry making is uh, I uh, I had. I was in the store. I was in the store after Creeley Warehouse. Yeah. I moved to the corner of Queen and Lee. Queen and Lee is where they have that paraphernalia now. Yeah. They, they, yeah that was my corner. Oh, that wow. was my store. Right there in the corner. I yeah. ruled that corner. I ruled. <laughs> I owned that corner. I had the option to buy it. And anyways, when I was there, I was I was a friend with this guy, Pedro Petruska, and he was in the torpedo factory. And one day he was a lapidary dude that I like to go and, and, and see his work there from time to time. I was just, that stone? You know, some kind of stone? Yeah, he was, a, he was a gem cutter. A gem cutter. So one day he stole by the shop and he said, hey, Jaime, they're going to be teaching some uh, jewelry classes mm. over there in, uh, in that jewelry store. Uh, in a jewelry in a jewelry store over there in um, on the shopping center, and I signed up and loved it. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> loved it. Yeah. So that's how you learned jewelry. That's how I learned jewelry. Hey, that was amazing. that was in the torpedo factory. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't in the torpedo factory. Uh, Pet, uh, Petruska was in the torpedo factory, but he uh, he he mentioned that the, it was in the jewelry store actually, so. So I went to that jewelry store. I think it was like once a week, and it was like seven o'clock till ten o'clock. But you know, but I just loved it, and and because people were already getting me, you know, stuff to repair and so yeah. on. And uh, for a while, I used to take him to this other guy that used to do repairs for me, and uh, and then uh, the brother that worked for me one day he comes by. He's visiting us. And he, he looked at you know, I said, look at this beautiful work this guy just did repairing this. He said, you can do better. <laughs> I was like, I never even touched a torch. How do you know? You know? <laughs> Anyways, that was, uh, that was very interesting. You know, that, that, that mm -hmm. he mentioned, he said to me, you can do better than that. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyways, later on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Why did he say that? It, I have no idea. He saw potential he, he, in you. He saw potential. Okay. He had faith yeah. in you for I, some I reason. No idea. Yeah. Out of the blue, you know, he said, you can do better than that. And yeah. I, I hadn't, you know, never touched the torch. Yeah. I never, you know, <laughs> I was just, uh, you know, just, you know, cleaning the jewelries and the, selling the sweaters and the stuff. And we had an eye for gems, obviously, too, because you did the gems. Yeah, well, well I, was, I was learning about gems and all that, but, you know, it's funny that he mentioned that, and that stayed in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that totally stayed in my mind. But uh, but then when I went to uh, over there to that school, I mean, the, the guy was an awesome, awesome jeweler, the, the guy that was teaching that class. Um, and... Randy Hain was his name, mm. and he was, uh, then he later on left that, that store, he opened his own shop over there in St. Charles, St. Charles, way down in Maryland, in, Maryland, mm. in St. Charles, and anyways, um, you know, that until, until uh, the deal, because I had the option to buy that corner, fell through, and... Uh, 
in that time we were living in Rosman in a little one of those Sears Roy book houses, but Where? still the, on uh, in Rosemont. Uh, oh, okay. We Roy have Roy. purchased a little house yeah. there. Uh, Sears Roebuck, I know. Yeah. We know that <laughs> one of those one yeah. of those houses yeah. there. Yeah. So we, uh, I, you know, I keep driving back and forth or biking back and forth through, through that Width Street, and and uh, I I noticed that that building went for for sale. So the we we you know we apply and of course the the guy they own the the building russell brown martin morton russell brown he was just a a, a wonderful gentleman because he uh, he wasn't he was a lawyer he, he practiced there his law and he he helped us tremendously economically and you know, he mm -hmm. pretty much took us under his arm because he will take us to dinners and things like mm -hmm. that also. But uh, he, he just helped us a lot with the, with the purchasing of the building there. That, by the way, I just finished a couple of years ago, finished paying for it. So. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. that's huge! It was, it was awesome. huge. Wow, yeah. It was, it was very, you know, just about two or three years ago I finished paying for that building. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I know. So life is good yes. in the United States. <laughs> know, you know, yeah, oh. I know how things happen. So, so the kids, uh, the kids, they compete in that uh, world, mm -hmm. and uh, they, you know, they come out, um, they come out pretty good. I mean, jo Joanna went to Brown, mm -hmm. and and Lauren stayed, of course, one more, you know. Uh, one more year at TC, and later on she went to uh, BU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's she, you know, she wished she would have gone to Brown, but you know she didn't want to follow the sisters. Yeah, you know, that thing, you know. <laughs> but the party were Brown. Yeah, <laughs> you know. How far back is your son? He's about uh, eight years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's, he's not even on the. In he, high school, yeah. He, yeah. He, no, yet no, he was, uh, you know, he was, you know, flying the kites and, yeah, you know, I mean, looking at the fish and <laughs> throwing, throwing the rocks and. And he was, he didn't end up rowing at all. Yeah, he, you know, we will go. Um, the when the club opened up in 1989, the, several members of the club were were. Um, allowed to to bring boats in and and you know so people can mm. can use it they can use it but also with the, the the some other members also of the of the association can can use them but um, so one of the one of the boats that they brought in was an Alden a double mm. Alden and uh, I will I'll put him on the on the Alden. And we'll take it out and we'll go across the river to like close by the Wilson Bridge. We'll go over there and go fishing. Nice. Okay. So I, I, you know, he didn't know he was rowing. <laughs> <laughs> but he was rowing. Yeah. You know, he was rowing. What, what was the best that your daughters did in their comp rowing competition? Was that at Worlds? That was the best that they, how far did they progress in their Rowing career. You know, uh, the, the, the girls, uh, is, is, um, the, that's one of the, the, the downs of, of, of their, of the rowing career, uh, that I think, because right after, 
uh, Lauren finished uh, college, there were, that was when Lauren finished college, they were in, in great shape. I mean, both of them are always kept themselves in mm -hmm. pretty good shape and so mm -hmm. on. And I think they were, uh, to my, to my, uh, you know, because, uh, maybe I'm, I'm, a father, I'm their father, but <laughs> seeing how they grow and what they, what they, their, their strength was and so on, I think they were uh, considered for Olympics for the, for the wow. United, for the U.S national team mm -hmm. but uh, unfortunately that never happened because uh, I I sent them off for uh, to with some jewelry to Germany so they can watch the world mm -hmm. and they they happened to be in a in a train accident oh my god and 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 luckily uh, you know uh, Lawrence uh, is the one that they got very damaged yeah. By it and uh, what train accident? How, yeah, it was what, a freaky accident. They it derailed was, uh, or something? No, no, it was uh, it was uh, they were in a in a in a train station, and they weren't too sure about which direction or which train to take, and and the train stops. Joanna puts her hand on the door, so the train, you know, so the door jammed to jam the the door like an elevator. Yeah, and. And the train start, <gasps> and she couldn't pull her hand oh out my of the, God. the jam. So, uh, so then you have um, it's it's uh, it's always a very uh, very hard, you know, yeah. because uh, they 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 in other words they got crashed, yeah, and, yeah. And they get very severe damage, yeah, and. They just uh, mm. hospital, yeah, yeah, and it was it was just mm. an awful, awful uh, uh, accident that yeah. happened over there in Germany. Mm. It was it's it's very heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, both your daughters are like my idols. Uh, yeah, I okay. love when Lauren comes to visit, being able to row behind her because, like, I learned so she much. She so beautiful. Oh, just by watching she her is. stroke. Oh, it's fantastic. She is. And then Joanna, very every smooth. morning when she's doing the pull-ups and then on the water, she's so inspiring. <laughs> she's very, very smooth too. Very oh, powerful. On the yeah. Water. Oh, both of them they are just amazing. They are. Just they really, amazing. They really are. I mean, they. I mean, they, you know, the amazing thing of that, uh, guys, is that so. They wrote a pair, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, see how, how, you know, I mean, how perfect we are. <laughs> so they, they wrote a pair and at 28, the, the defending champions are these two girls from Seattle, from Green Lake. And they're there yeah. and they're, they're coming and they're at 32. And these two, you know, are at, at 28. And they're moving, they're still moving ahead. And the oh, other guys yeah. are bringing it up to 34. And this was here. They just kept it just at 28. Mm -hmm. And they were, you know, oh, they wow. were just kicking it. Yeah. Know? And then, and then this is the, the, the situation. Is, so then they take him to the world, to, to the camp and so on. Where do we, where do we have? They have the pair, yeah. the four and the eight. That's, those are the boats that they present. You know, the United States Junior National Team was going to show at the uh, at the world. 
you know, those, I guess they're the qualifying boats, mm-hmm. or those are the boats that they, they want. Do you think that once one of the coaches put them together in the training? They didn't. Really? Never. Never. That's unreal. Why would they do that? Stupid coaches. (laughs) Stupid coaches. (laughs) Not once. I said, did you, did the coach know that you guys just won nationals in a pair? Yeah. And they want you to pair with somebody else or pair somebody else with somebody else. But you are the defending. Same biology, man. Come on, how do you do that? They never put them together. Oh, that's explain that to me. You know, I said, could you please explain that? You know, how come the guy is not putting it? Well, I sort of mentioned to the coach and uh, he sort of said, yeah, I bet your dad would like that. Huh? What an asshole. <laughs> fucker. Really? Oh that my is, God. That is so amazing. I mean, I was like, that is so stupid. That guy, oh. what's his beef with me? I had no beef with the guy. Yeah. You know, he he coached St. Andrews. Huh. You know, he was coaching yeah. St. Andrews yeah. girls. You know, D was the coach. You know, I think I started to coach the boys. I, I have nothing to do with it. But his comment was like, yeah, I bet your dad would like to. Hmm. Yeah, of course I would like that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, Where the hell are they? I mean, yeah. you guys go together the best. You're like, kids, we'll go, you know. Let's go win. Let's do what logically makes sense. Put the two biological symbiotes together. Not even once they put them together. Uh, So, yeah. And that guy is still coaching out there. Sadly. Not the national team. You know, thank goodness. Huh. Because, you know. They're... There's so much I, we could get into coaching, but I, I know it's getting late. <laughs> I don't want to keep picking your brain, but I do want to touch on a little bit about how you've tried to think about um, building your life around your family business and then your passion. You know, the With rowing and coaching. And yeah, the, I think the um, I was I was um, I wouldn't want to say I was I was suffocating or something like that, but. I was working and working and working and I had, you know, uh, my days of soccer had come to an end because... Your days of what? Playing soccer. Soccer? Yeah. So I was playing soccer in between, you know, before I start during the... He never talks about any of this in the mornings. <laughs> so I was, uh, I, I, every time I went out playing, I, I my knee, my, uh. my uncles, my, you know... Sounding hurt like crazy, and, and it was funny because we play. We play once a week, yeah. But you know, you play once a week, right? So you're you you're like, you finish, you know, you the next day after the game, you're like hardly walk, you know. You sort of get out of bed, you you know, you you can ah, everything hurts and so on. So by the third day, fourth day, hey. We have a game day in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get really excited. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like that. And then you, you go out there and you go, ah! Yeah. I you still know, got it. You know, your back, you pull your back, your, your <laughs> knee gives up, yeah. and your ankles start swelling. So it's like another, you know, three, four days later. Oh, yeah, I got it again. <laughs> so after years of going through that, um, I, uh, the, the club opened up. Mm. The Alexandria opened up, mm. and, and uh, 
right away I sort of uh, went to see what's going on. So there were these guys there, and and I said, yeah, I I, I rode a little bit, and, <laughs> and uh, they had one racing shell, and I took it out, and you know they, they you know, so I become a member of the club, you know, and uh, but but I was just rowing. You know, uh, pretty much it was just myself uh, rowing the, the the single, but I I I started to want to race, mm. and the only way that I could get away from the shop and the business was to take the business with me. Okay. So I created that rowing line. Yeah. So I can take it with me and uh, uh, say, hey, I'm going to work. <laughs> sound pretty good so, yeah, so you could say to who yourself your well I, I, I said it to myself I said it to my my partner was my my ex-wife mm -hmm. uh -huh. and so because somebody had to stay behind mm -hmm. yeah. you know and, yeah. and run the business because I, when I was gone it doesn't Weird. mean that I had I was closing the shop I, yeah. I had to keep the, the store running so uh, so that's the only way that I I you know, I, I took part of the, I created a line yeah. that I could take with me and say, okay, I'm going to go work. So and would you say that that was your, uh, rowing was your passion or just a way to, at this time, just get out of your, get well, away from your business? You know like what? Um, or maybe even get I, away from your ex-wife. I, I think, I, <laughs> no, 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 I, I think it was, it was, um, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, my ex-wife's name is Susan, and she was a hell of a good rower. Mm. She was a, a, a fine, strong, very, very good, very powerful rower. And um, no, it was it wasn't that. It was it was just that I wanted to start racing again. Mm, okay. that, was, that was a passion. That was uh, okay. So, it was so a you were yeah, to... yeah. And eventually, of course. Uh, uh, People sort of liked the line that I, I was showing off and so on. Uh, they, and and I was able to uh, to sustain my my expenses and so on and bring mm -hmm. a little bit of money into the shop also. Mm -hmm. And that way also allowed us to uh, to hire somebody else to to stay in the shop and we both could go now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, oh. and uh, nice. And 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 show the wares and, and at the same time, you know, go and participate in regattas and, and row. Yeah, so you, tent so right off too, being able to do that. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So you'd go and race and you put up your tent? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. But there, there are many races that I have gone that I uh, I just, you know, I will drive my truck, I park it there and go go row. Mm -hmm. And of course, afterwards, I come back and open up the shop and yeah. all that and, you know, and, you know, try to sell some of the stuff. But, uh, um, I, I believe it was in 1989 is when I first show the, the first pieces that I had made in, uh, in Miami. Oh, wow. As a matter of fact, Miami. Yeah, in Miami. What was the, what I was think it was the, the, the masters. I think it was the uh, U S masters nationals or something. Yeah. Okay. I think it was the U S, uh, nationals. And the next year I went back to Miami. Now a little more, uh, more uh, with more wear, more more stuff to sell, but to, it was the world. Mm. 
and and it happened in Miami again. So two years in a row, they had masters, and the next year they had the uh, the world masters. And did you row in that? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm world world masters. I've been. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, world masters in those days used to you used to have to qualify. Mm. So you have semis or heats and finals. Mm. You know, nowadays you, you race and that's that's a race, mm. that's a final. Mm. You know, but uh, in those days they were they were having uh, they were using the the heats and finals uh, uh, progression. Mm. Yeah, which which was it makes more sense to me. You know, to yeah. have to uh, if you have enough people entries. You know. Yeah. To have a, a elimination, you know, it was fun. Yeah, and Miami is you know, <laughs> tough, tough place. Is, yeah, especially <laughs> that club of Miami is right on uh, Key Biscayne, and uh, the club has a, a beautiful little pool right there on the. So you know, everybody was uh, they had a they had the whatever the Jamaican I don't know what kind of band they had there but everybody was dancing around the pool and it that was, sounds awesome. It was, it was <laughs> awesome it was it was quite a party you know right there you know it was it was fun it was uh well of course the the people the the directors of the regala and the people around the regala they were like oh my god let's finish this <laughs> yeah, they were exhausted you know kind of like this interview yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's all good stuff, and uh, I love uh, how how you incorporated rowing into your business, and it's obviously benefited you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you you and very look great. You're a lot yeah. more fit than a lot of the people on the rowing team. Well, that's part of the whole thing, you know. Is keep fit. Yeah. yeah. Is is that's you know? Yeah. But the the you know you can get fit. And and stay, you know. I mean, you can stay fit and so on. But I think you, when you are competing, it takes you to a different, different level. level. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, mm. um, the clarity is is tremendous. Uh, is is a much more um, uh, stronger uh, uh, feeling. The, the 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 power or the the force that it gives you. You know, so mm -hmm. I definitely think that keeping in shape is good mm -hmm. because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's part of life and I think that everybody mm -hmm. should keep, you know, fit. But uh, getting fit and then going into a competition, you're putting yourself into mm -hmm. a different level. Than, yeah, uh, you're pushing than yourself. You're pushing yeah. it. Continually and, pushing yourself yeah. to a different level. Yeah. And that's very important, I think, because yeah. I think the fitness industry in America as a whole is like kind of weak agreed you know it's all about <laughs> just maintaining or even trying to get to a certain level whereas when you're competing like you said you have to push yourself yeah far beyond what you think you, you can, can really do, do yeah. you know and that and that and, and the benefits you derive from that are really amazing i mm -hmm. think right and and you know the the those benefits are uh, are precisely the, the things that only the people that 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 put themselves on that line, they can really appreciate the, uh, you know the. It's not just health. It's mental. Mm -hmm. well, it's mental health. It's, 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 it's mental whole, health as well it's, as it's it is whole, physical and in your heart yeah, health. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It, yeah. Maybe it seems obvious, but 
It's not obvious. Like, there's, yeah. it, like you get really nervous going to a starting line. And Hell being yeah. that nervous and then having to negotiate the stakes for like a 2,000 meter start. Or and I can't imagine doing that in a single. In a single like and lining yeah, up yeah, and, yeah. Raising, yeah. and yeah, doing all that. Like that. That takes a lot of mental strength to, yeah. to do that. Because at least then, like when you're in, uh, with other people in a boat, like you're all in that state and you're all together and that's solidarity. But in a single, man, you're out there by yourself. It's another, it's another level of intensity, oh. yeah. yeah. You sign yourself with the head of the Potomac? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in head of Charles. He's in the Charles yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you do it in the mall. But I feel like I'm broken down. Like, oh, that's another thing I want to ask you. So like my, my body just hurts. Yeah. Like, my back is killing me. Continuous. Like, what? How do you? Did you ever deal with continuous back some, pain? And some, like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but, knee pain. You can walk. No, no, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's, it's true. You know, I, mean, I was just telling Yolanda, you know, yeah. I think that uh, that I'm I'm hurting. You know, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. But you know, yeah. that's why you have those power naps. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they help. Yeah. yeah. You gotta take him. You know, you gotta take him from time Sweet. to time. You gotta yeah. take him. Yeah. And also, uh, hmm. the, the, the pain and that, you know, that's amazing because uh, you go from, you know, you're like this, you drag yourself to the boat house and all of a sudden you're perk again. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're, you're sitting on the boat and you're, you're yeah. perk again. And of course, at the end of it, you're, you're <laughs> totally drained and you're, yeah. you're a piece of cloth, you know. Yeah. But, but in the same token, you know, I mean, just, just getting yourself up there and you probably... You were so tired, and then you had the best road, yeah. you, you mm-hmm. know, that you have for the longest time. And that's, you know, you have to take that through the day, through the next day. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you have to, you yeah. have to, you know, but it's, uh, and then, of course, you have your day of rest. Day? One day. <laughs> Just one day? At least. You take one day. Yeah, it's one day. How many do you take? How, what do you give yourself? Like one day. Uh, well, just one day. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Do you do other things besides row, other than do you I, know, side your yard, <laughs> oh. cut trees with a saw for real? Okay. <laughs> well, we go to a shing and we will go move dirt around and yeah. all that. But no, I, um, I, I, you know, I like uh, Sydney. Yeah. Okay. You know, she she does a great uh, weight training and uh, and what? conditioning. Sydney she's Cummings? yeah she's like does an online videos for uh, lifting and you know okay. right uh, now she's doing like three times a week because she just had a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's just doing crow with 25 pounds and all that. <laughs> yeah right hey baby yesterday we're good <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean i'm a little bit slow because i just had a baby you know i mean so i have to light up the weight uh but no, she's uh, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, there's a lady also, Roberts. Uh, I can't remember her first name, but Roberts, I think, is the last name. And that's Robert. an online video as well. That's it. She yeah. Uh, she does also uh, uh, just like Sydney every yeah. day. She does. She has a video every day. She she produces a video. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, uh, is I think they're just compliments, and uh, you know, uh, it, besides besides that, I you know, I no, I don't go out for runs or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I probably will go in the in the like in the boathouse. We do have the bicycle and the skier. Yeah. 
And sometimes I do that. Okay. You know, I would do the skier or the or the bicycle for a while. Mm -hmm. But I do that at home, at home. At home, I also have a bike, so I do a, a bike there at home and watch some soccer games. Okay. <laughs> Can't play it, but I can watch them. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much well, for talking to us. It's been a privilege. And I was wondering if you could give us some Peruvian Spanish, something that you could think of, like as a last closing. <laughs> a Peruvian is Spanish. Something, I don't know, just some closing. Uh, <laughs> you got me with that one. <laughs> you forgot per your Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> My Peruvian is Spanish, especially. Some, some uh, salute. Bueno, ¿por qué no brindamos eh, salud? Salud. Por, por el bienestar. Y, y como dicen los españoles, uh, Abajo, arriba, adentro, carajo. Muchas gracias. <laughs> <laughs>